Welcome to the Creekwood High School Football Coaches Show with Creekwood Head Coach Houston Thiel and Dixon Post Sports Reporter Casey Patrick. The Creekwood Football Coaches Show is brought to you by Preston Thompson's Carpet Shop. For all your flooring and paint needs since 1970, voted number one in Dixon County. The Dixon Tater Shack. Their potatoes are fluffy clouds of deliciousness that'll have you falling head over pills. New Wave Hobbies, bringing back the nostalgia with all your favorite childhood treasure in one place. Ace Hardware of White Bluff, your one-stop shop for all your do-it-yourself needs, where service and quality are always on point. Drug-Free Dixon Coalition, empowering our community one step at a time toward the healthier, substance-free future. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, here are Coach Houston Thiel and Casey Patrick. Hello and welcome to the Creekwood High School Football Coaches Show. My name is Casey Patrick. I'm here with Coach Houston Thiel. Uh, Coach, Friday night, 28-21 uh, to 21, lost to White House in the last week of the year. Um, just kind of run me through that game. Of course, I wasn't here, so I didn't get to see exactly how it all worked out. Yeah, it was one of those games, man, that really just kind of uh, had a lot of back and forth um, action. You know, we started off um, kicking the ball off uh, to, to White House and got a good stop, and then they had a really short punt, and um, we had some good movement um, and, and moved the ball down inside the red zone and then kind of got pushed back. I think it was a penalty, uh, maybe a holding call. Uh, that kind of pushed us back and still was in a spot where, um, you know, we tried to go for it and convert it on fourth down and uh, was unsuccessful. But um, throughout the first half, uh, White House um, gets up 21 to nothing uh, in the first half. And then we put together a two-minute drive, um, you know, kind of the last closing closing minutes. When I say two-minute drive, really it's just a hurry-up offense. Yeah, it it might have started. Yeah. It might have started at 3.30, but it was just kind of a hurry-up offense. Um, went down and, and, and converted, uh, got a touchdown on a really nice uh, inside post route uh, to Austin Barton. Riley Bork uh, got the start for us at quarterback and, and played uh, played the uh, whole game in, in that position. But anyways, made a really nice, uh, really nice throw in back-to-back plays. We'd actually scored the play before to Austin on kind of a scrambled, broken play where he kind of found a hole in the zone. And uh, unfortunately, we got called for a lineman downfield, which it happens on those broken plays sometimes, it, but it it does. It's an it, arbitrary. Yeah, type that's kind of my thing is yeah. that he didn't go block anybody. It had nothing to do with the, the outcome of the play. Yeah. Um, but you know we got called for it. So uh, good thing was we was able to come back and, and score there um, right before halftime, make it uh, make it twenty one seven and, and go into half there. Um, no one were getting the football coming out, so uh, was really good to see us execute that. Um, and, and then kind of overcome, uh, you know, that obstacle of having the one touchdown taken off the board mm-hmm. um, to uh, to get back and, and to score. So, you know, going 21-7, um, had a lot of things that – and just had some busted coverages, uh, kind of like one of those nights um, that we saw kind of in the station camp game where, you know, we just had kind of guys getting behind us and, and cutting guys free and, you know, just, um, you know, uncommon mistakes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the majority of the season, so uh, that that wasn't a, a good thing that, that that we saw, but you know it's it happens unfortunately. Yeah. Um, you know, so we we come in at halftime at twenty one seven, um, kind of rally the troops a little bit and kind of go out with some you know new approaches, some things that we're going to try that we saw that we liked uh, 
in the first half and, and really get into a battle uh, in the second half that comes down to uh, two onside kicks uh, <laughs> at the end of the game that, that was kind of a, a wild back and forth. Okay. Well, and that, I'm glad you brought up Riley Wart because, uh, of course, I saw uh, Shane Rye's photos. I, we had him here, and he grabbed some photos of both teams for us at Main Street. And uh, whenever I was going through the photos, I saw I saw Riley Wart yeah. and, and two of them. So I wanted to ask you about him. Uh, was there any specific reason why he got to start on Friday, and and what did did you really like what you saw out of him? Yeah, I, Riley has you know worked hard all all year long. We've kind of talked about him going into the season that um, he was one of those guys that just hadn't played and then kind of come out really late, and you know that kind of put him behind the eight ball to the just to begin with, as far as having to learn the offense, learning the calls, all these different things, um, you know. So, it, but he he kept working and got some meaningful snaps throughout the season, but. Um, he got the start, and this is, you know, I don't really get into injuries a ton, but yeah. uh, this is definitely a first, and, and I would go out to say I, I don't know that um, it's probably happened somewhere across the state of Tennessee, but, um, you know, we have a really good uh, CTE program here at Creekwood, and part of that uh, is, uh, you know, have a welding program. Okay. And um, a lot of our guys are in that. Well, at some point in time on, I guess, Thursday, uh, Alex, our normal starting quarterback, um, was exposed to that arc flash um, and really didn't realize it. And kind of from what I've gathered is that it doesn't doesn't come on just immediately, but he goes home and wakes up during the night and has what they call arc eye, uh, which is swell. I mean... I've had a coach that's had it, and he said it's one of the most painful things he's ever. I'm, I could imagine. Though. Ever dealt with. So basically, Alex wakes up and in, 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 in the middle of the night and throughout the day Friday, and really can't see because of the swollenness mm-hmm. uh, in his eye. So that that puts us on pace wow. uh, for Riley to to get our start. And you know, we planned on to play him a little bit uh, here and there throughout throughout the game, just because of how he had had, he had, had a good week of practice. I thought he'd earned that, but. Anyways, that that unfortunate circumstance for Alex kind of propelled Riley uh, to get started, and then Riley did some things throughout the throughout the game that was really good to see for him. You know, senior night, um, last high school football game, and you know I think he definitely went out and, and made some memories for himself. So that that was good to see. Well, and that's awesome. I and, and I hate I hate the fact that you know it, it come down to Alex getting hurt like right. that, but. Um, but did, I and I was gonna ask was it was it because it was the the last game and stuff like that? But now now I understand. You know, uh, weird things do happen. Certainly, and that's I hadn't even thought about it. But um, yeah, one of the coaches on staff said that you know after the game Friday, he's like, man, I I got to imagine that we're probably the only team that's got their starting quarterback missing a game due due to a due to a welding injury. Yeah, you know, so it's like yeah, and I, I felt like that was kind of just one of the. Felt like we had things like that come out the whole year, where it's yeah. just like, uh, man, it's just knickknack things that unexpected that were causing guys to have to miss or, or be out, and you know, things that were just kind of unforeseen, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I, now I've never personally had that injury, but uh, of course, uh, my brother he works on dents, but my my dad was a body man, his dad was a mechanic, so I've been around welding and I've heard, I've heard, you know, that's a pretty bad injury to actually sure. have, but. Um, we're gonna. We are gonna go to our first break real quick. When we get back, we're gonna talk a little bit about Friday night, um, and we're gonna we're gonna talk maybe about some younger guys that definitely we're gonna see next year and and a few years after that maybe. So uh, make sure y'all don't go anywhere. We got plenty more to talk about.
Nothing updates your home like new flooring, and we have it all. Carpet LVP, wood, vinyl, and tile, along with professional installation, warranties, and friendly advice. Preston Thompson's Flooring and Paint, voted number one flooring store in Dixon County. As your local Ace Hardware of White Bluff, we are all committed to being the helpful place by offering our customers personal service, quality products, and a convenient shopping experience from the local experts who know you best. As the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, we promise that helping you is the most important thing we have to do today. Visit us online or in store. If you love Funko Pop, figures, video games, and Star Wars toys, you need to check out New Wave Hobbies. With new items arriving daily, there's always something new to discover. From Funko Pop, figures to video games, Star Wars toys to Marvel collectibles, we've got everything you're looking for. Whether you're a fan of sports, movies, or TV, you'll find something to excite you. Visit us in store or check out our Facebook, New Wave Hobbies virtual store page today. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. If your paint project calls for bold and vibrant neutrals or soft pastels, Benjamin Moore has the design-inspired colors you've been looking for in a full line of durable, long-lasting paints. And they're all here at Preston Thompson's Flooring and Paint, voted number one paint store in Dixon County. Hello and welcome back to the Freakwood High School Football Coaches Show. I'm Casey Patrick here with Coach Houston Thiel. Coach, um, now going back, and like I said, I wasn't there Friday night, but going back and looking at uh, kind of the, the score tracker, it looked like at the end of that game, you guys really started to, to have a really good comeback bid, and I and that was part of the thing I wanted to ask about Riley too. I mean, what was he was was he part of a uh, did he orchestrate the offense there at the end, or was it your own team coming together? What was that ending like? Yeah, it was a really good finish. Uh, you know, we're I guess we we stayed down twenty one seven. You know, middle to late fourth quarter, um, and kind of get a drive going where we go back to our hurry up stuff and. Uh, make some really good throws out of that. Um, actually hit um, our running back, Xavier Knight, on on two passes out of the backfield that were big plays uh, on a drive that we're able to uh, we're able to score on. And I think it was Keon that, that caught the touchdown pass uh, that put us to 21-14. Um, okay. um, and that was after a good defensive stop. So we get a stop, um, go down, score, make it 21-14. Um, probably around – Maybe a minute left. I mean, there's not a ton of time, um, but you, you you go towards your onside kick operation. Um, so 21-14, call the onside. Um, man, an excellent kick by Caden. Uh, you know, it kind of gives the, the one-two low skips, and on that third hit, it hits and pops wow. up in the air. And just uh, one of those things where our guy kind of just shifted out of this running lane that we needed him to be in and kind of had to try to make a – circus-style catch to catch the bounce and deflect it off his hands. And then right into a White House uh, player kind of standing right on the sideline, and we had sold out for the onside that he receives it, runs right down the sideline and takes the onside kick really? back uh, for a touchdown. So now we're 
uh, 28-14. Yeah. Um, just out of the onside kick. And like, oh, you know, that, that could have been a really fun ending, right? Yeah. Uh, so we get together, call her, we got our, uh, our return team up and uh, called a reverse that we have in on our uh, kickoff return team. And uh, White House kind of got repetitive in where they were kicking it. So, you know, was able to set that up pretty well. So they kicked it to Keon. He, he went, you know, to the far side of the field towards the visiting side, um, pitched it back to uh, Brennan Adams as he was crossing the field, and it just parted. So I, then Brennan runs the uh, – that kickoff back. Really? You know, so now we have kind of exchanged kickoff returns, um, and, and now it's back to 28-21. Yeah. Um, call the onside again, get in a situation where it hits and bounces off a White House player, and we get a scrum uh, trying to go for the ball, but ultimately uh, they do come out with it. But Man. it was one of those games that, you know, it, it felt like uh, – you know, you, I know you're a video game guy. Yeah. You go back to, you know, you just have those story modes. Maybe oh, NCAA yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, I understand. Hey, yeah. this is the scenario. Yeah. You got uh, you got a minute 15. You got to do this, this, and this. And it was all these crazy things that you kind of felt like we're going to come together right at the end and you'd be able to make a bid to win this thing. But um, fell a little bit short. But, you know, it's one of those things that you were just glad to see your guys keep going. I mean, and that, that we, me and you have talked about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, it, they, there was no stop, no quit. We played to it was zero zero, um, and you know I felt like uh, you know in that game with about a m- minute to go in the game, um, it would have been easy. I, I had we had a couple timeouts that we could have just let that thing go, mm-hmm. you know, and got out of there. But um, you know we called those timeouts. Defense got a stop, and it, it allowed us to um, to maybe make a push right make there at the end. So. It, it, it was good to see those guys keep fighting when you put them in that situation. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's, that's one of my other questions here. Uh, I know we've talked about it endless times throughout the year. You've you've got a group that fights. They've been fighting all year. But uh, that shows a lot about their character, right? I mean, even, you know, you kind of knew that there's no playoffs. This is, you know, the last Friday night. But they go out there, and they, it didn't matter to them. They they were there to play no matter what. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, the guys that that they're playing for, you know. And Friday was a night that, you know, we went out there and honored our seniors before the game. And, you know, they understood that this was the last time that, you know, this team will be together as it is right in this moment. And, you know, we talk about that, how, the how you know, the show goes on, um, you know, whether it's an injury or whatever it might be, you know, next season when we show up, Creekwood football is going to play football. You yeah. know, there's going to be games to be played, and um, the faces might be different, the players might be different, you might have different guys doing this and that, but uh, the show's going to go on, you know. So I, I think they really bought into that last week of, hey, this is the last time that, you know, I'm going to get to go out and play football uh, with Charlie McCormick or, yeah. or Levi Dickerson or, you know, any of those seniors. And they wanted to send them out. Uh, on a positive note, and you know, even though the game, you know, we didn't win the game, I thought it was a game that definitely those guys uh, will remember how it finished. Well, and and for those guys that are coming back next year, who who are a few of the names that? And, and I know we've we've tried to bring them up here, and I try to get them in on, in the news articles. But who are some guys that over the past few weeks they've earned they've earned some playing time, but but you feel like they're gonna be they're gonna really take some time next year? Yeah, well, that's the thing is that. You know, uh, these names that we mention uh, week to week are, are going to be guys that we're mentioning mm-hmm. next year just because of, you know, the, the youth of our team. 
um, you know, we we can we could go position by position, and uh, for the most part, we got a guy that's coming back there. Yep. You know, and um, not not that you um, ever look forward or when you're in season looking forward to the next, but you know, you knew that you were playing with a lot of youth. Um, you know, we're going out there uh, against a Paul Cone, Marshall County that, you know, man, those guys are a really good football team with a lot of seniors. And, and you know, I'm, if we're looking at our defense, you know, we're trotting out there, uh, you know, four linebackers, three of them underclassmen, and mm-hmm. two being sophomores. Yeah. You know, and um, and, and you feel you feel good that those guys are going to develop into being a lot better football players for you. But when you put them in that situation. Right now, it's just hard for them to produce at that level just yeah. just yet. But um, you know, we hope that they see what good football looks like and, and they know what it's going to take. And they've been in that situation, so when they're there again next year, um, you know, they know they know what they're going to have to do to be successful. All righty. Well, uh, we're going to go to our next break. When we get back, um, I, I've I've got a few other things I want to ask Coach about this season. We're going to talk about this this past weekend. See if he saw anything <laughs> that he liked. Uh, I don't know if you get to see any of the Kentucky game or not, but we'll talk about it. We'll get there in just a minute. Uh, Make sure y'all don't go anywhere. Ethan was just one of those kids who was so kind. He was 16, funny as could be. He was just going to go hang out with some friends. He wanted to come home early and get a good night's sleep. He said, good night, Mom. See you in the morning. Love you. And my response was, I love you too. You know, I was talking to him, son. It's time to get up. And he didn't move. You know, your head doesn't go that my son has died. Having a hard conversation is so much easier than sitting in my seat. As your local Ace Hardware of White Bluff, we are all committed to being the helpful place by offering our customers personal service, quality products, and a convenient shopping experience from the local experts who know you best. As the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, we promise that helping you is the most important thing we have to do today. Visit us online or in store. If you love Funko Pop, figures, video games, and Star Wars toys, you need to check out New Wave Hobbies. With new items arriving daily, there's always something new to discover. From Funko Pop, figures to video games, Star Wars toys to Marvel collectibles, we've got everything you're looking for. Whether you're a fan of sports, movies, or TV, you'll find something to excite you. Visit us in store or check out our Facebook, New Wave Hobbies Virtual Store page today. He shoots and he scores! School football coaches. So I'm Casey Patrick. I'm here with Coach Houston Thiel. Coach, um, one thing I did want to ask you about this year, I know it was a trying season, um, and not all of them always go your way, but what did you learn maybe about yourself this year that, that maybe you didn't know as a coach? That's a good question, Casey. Um, I don't hear that very often. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> that, that's one that you, you really want to got to think about and kind of digest. Um, you know, it, it's one of those years that um, – never I don't 
wish this year away yeah. at all um, because we think about guys that that we're the day to day that that I that I'm most proud of is how that and we've talked about it how they've continued to come to work but um, you know being able to spend that time with these seniors um, you know and, and I I've told this to these guys you know when they're hanging out together in 10 to 15 years very rarely do you bring up the score of a particular game mm -hmm. you know you're talking about what so-and-so did in practice on a particular day or you know something funny that I said or you know whatever it might be mm -hmm. um, and, and so it's more about making memories um, and, and when you're in here with these guys and you're spending that time it, it's about the relationship that you're building um, now we're all doing that with the goal of going out and winning football games. Absolutely. I mean, at, you know, that's a hundred percent the way it is. But um, in the grand scheme of things, you know, um, when Charlie McCormick, Levi Dickerson, you know, Stone Grove, Ethan Brightman, when those guys leave our program, Spencer Green, you know, I, I think that they're leaving it better than when when they entered it. Um, and, and how how they handle themselves through everything. Um, shows a lot about those guys and, and a lot about who they are. Um, you know, so I think that, um, you know, if anything, it showed me um, that, that, you know, just because you don't go out and have the success on the field, that doesn't determine whether or not your program's successful. Um, because, you know, I think that you measure the success of a football, camp, football program in many other ways other than, you know, just uh, how many wins and losses you had that particular year. Absolutely. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, too, regardless of whether it's the last regular season game or it's two weeks or three weeks into the postseason, when it is, obviously, it's after the final game, is the week after that final game, is it is it weird? Does it does it take a few days to kind of yes. get back to reality? Or? Yeah, it, you know, it's very strange when you get into such a routine, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, for the most part, you know, we've been, you know, the way we do spring practice, we do that right at the end of the school year, and then we have the week off of, uh, what is it, Memorial, Memorial Day? Is I'll that take your word for it. Something like that. Whatever the holiday is there at the, the beginning of summer. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, we, we take that week off, but then we're rolling right back into summer workouts. So, really, you know, since the beginning of May, you've gotten in a routine of, in the afternoon, you're doing something football. Mm -hmm. You know, so when that when it does end, whenever it does end, that next week, it's almost like, all right, you know, what, I, what do I do now? And then and then you get home and you have all this extra time and then you're sitting around like about 7 o'clock. You're like, well, it's time to go to bed. Well, you know, because you, you're just thinking I've been home for this amount of hours and yeah. now it's bedtime. But yeah. in reality, you know, you hadn't, <laughs> you still got a while. You got a little bit of free time. Home. Right, that's right. So um, not that you want it. You want to play as long as you possibly can, but there's definitely a balance um, between a coach having time off um, and a player too, oh, you know, and, and and needing time just to just to go be a kid and, and to, to to have time to just go hang out with friends and, and not have that after school obligation um, because those guys you know they feel like they miss out on things you know and, and, or maybe not miss out on things but there's things that you know that they're at practice that they're doing that maybe their friends are getting to do that mm -hmm. that they're not participating so um you know it, it's good for for them to have that break as well absolutely um. Now, I, I did want to ask you over the weekend, I, I, I'm sure you probably got to see bits and pieces at least of the Kentucky game, but 
Uh, did did you see anything else over the weekend? Uh, did you get to see Will Levis on Sunday? Uh, did you see anything else that you liked? Yeah, we had a sick girl over the weekend, oh, so Lord. we spent a lot of time uh, not doing much. So I, I did actually get to watch uh, a little bit of ball this weekend. So I caught the Tennessee-Kentucky game, which, you know, I, it's – I mean, we being Tennessee fans, it's almost humorous to – I feel like every year Kentucky feels like, man, they, they should win this game. Yeah. And then they just – They don't. don't. So – um, it's like Tennessee and Florida is a curse. They're <laughs> right. just cursed. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't know. At this point, I think I would trade a, a Kentucky, the Kentucky game for a Florida game. I would, 100%. Just to kind of offset that a little bit. But, I would. Um, yeah, watch, watch that game. So that was uh, that was that was good to see and see kind of Tennessee bounce back and get them a win, especially on the road. You know, I know it, it's never easy no matter where it's at going going playing on the road. A five and two SEC team. They're not. I mean, those are hard to beat. It don't 100%. matter who they are or where it's at. Hundred um, percent. You know, watch, watch a little bit of NFL. Um, watch the Titans. Watch Levis play some on Sunday. Um, I think you saw his uh, what everybody raved about as far as his arm talent. Yeah. Um, he, he definitely made some throws that you're like, okay, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and then you know you got this whole Michigan scandal that's just rocking everybody and um, a lot going on in those worlds, I guess. I'll be honest. I, I think most people probably don't. Um, Probably don't share the same opinion I do on it, but I, I, I saw, of course, I never played football growing up. My mother wouldn't let me, but I, I watched it my whole life. Uh, but I, I saw a few people, uh, people that I respect in football that tweeted out that they felt like, um, they called it scouting. They said people have been doing that for a long time. And uh, I, I know that there are certain you know lines in the sand you're not supposed to cross, but, of course, I don't know all the details of this deal either. But uh, it felt um, it felt to me like there's a lot being made out of something that maybe shouldn't have that much made out of it personally. Yeah, I mean, and that that's the thing is that there's definitely a fine line. So, and, and you know, it's hard to speak on it without knowing all the facts. Mm-hmm. But one thing I did hear is that you know that they were getting across, uh, you know, getting tickets across from the uh, opposing team that they were viewing, and then it wasn't that they were just watching the signs; they were holding up their phone. And recording the guy giving the signal, okay, and then going back and kind of intercutting that with the play. So yeah. it wasn't like they were doing it all naturally, yeah. just in the flow of the game. Yeah, you know. So then I'm kind of like, all right, you've kind of went, you've kind of crossed the line there. Yeah. It's like, you know, if I have a Friday night off, um, and then I, I go watch another team, and then I set up in the stands and, and video with my phone, I'm gonna be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, um, you know, it, it's just an understood thing that. Um, See, I didn't know about that. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know if that's a TSA bylaw. I, you know, I'd have to consult the the, the book or, yeah. or talk to my AD. But you know, it's just kind of my understanding that when you go and do those things, that you know, you are not to um, film the game. Okay. Um, a, as a as an opposing coach. Um, now it might just be a thing that's kind of an unwritten rule. Yeah. Um, that, that you don't do that, but. You know, all that stuff has gone on through sharing yeah. of the tapes, um, gentlemen's agreement. You know, yeah. and, and I think we've talked about that somehow, how, you know, you have an agreement with the opposing coach that you're going to share your last two last two films. But, you know, like like our film guy, you know, we don't have a guy that comes around and carries a thing behind us to block our signals, you know, like, like they would on a Saturday or maybe even some Sundays. Well, Sundays they got the mic, so they wouldn't need it. But, 
Yeah. That would take care of all of it. But it would. Our our sign, when we start doing signs on the signal, our film guy knows to he just cuts away from us. Yeah. So that way it doesn't pop up on tape. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, if they would just put the mics in the helmets on Saturdays, you you would all yeah. that be over with. Well, and and I saw a commercial the other day. I, I don't know if it was Samsung or one of those other companies, but somebody's developing a, a visor that actually has like a, it's like looks like Iron Man. It's got yeah. like it pops up and tells you it's got it had to play on it. Spider two wild banana or whatever. Oh, wow. play, yeah. Um, but I I, f- I feel like that's cool. But I like technology anyway. But technology is is continuously changing changing the game. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, as far as giving you um, improvements and, you know, like the things that we're able to uh, to get on tape, you know, as far as not just games, but, you know, we go out and a lot of times we're filming segments of practice and then it, that's uploaded immediately. And, um, yeah, technology has really done a lot to, to advance the game and, and to help with uh, preparation. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That, that may be a little article I need to look up. I might do that. Um, but y'all make sure you don't go anywhere. We're going to take our last break. When we get back, I just got a few more questions for Coach, and um, we'll wrap up the final show of the year for the Creekwood Coaches Show. So y'all make sure you don't go anywhere. Nothing updates your home like new flooring, and we have it all. Carpet LVP, wood, vinyl, and tile, along with professional installation, warranties, and friendly advice. Preston Thompson's Flooring and Paint, voted number one flooring store in Dixon County. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Ethan was just one of those kids who was so kind. He was 16, funny as could be. He was just going to go hang out with some friends. He wanted to come home early and get a good night's sleep. He said, good night, Mom. See you in the morning. Love you. And my response was, I love you too. You know, I was talking to him, son. It's time to get up. And he didn't move. You know, your head doesn't go that my son has died. Having a hard conversation is so much easier than sitting in my seat. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. If your paint project calls for bold and vibrant neutrals or soft pastels, Benjamin Moore has the design-inspired colors you've been looking for in a full line of durable, long-lasting paints. And they're all here at Preston Thompson's Flooring and Paint, voted number one paint store in Dixon County. Welcome back to the Creekwood High School Football Coaches Show. My name is Casey Patrick. I'm here with Coach Houston Thiel. Coach, um, I, I just want to know, just off the top of your head, I've, I've got two questions here that I want to ask. The first one is... Um, what do you think about the guys that you got coming back next year? Just overall as a team, what do you think about them? We got a really large incoming senior class, a big, big junior class, uh, you know, that's got a lot of uh, guys in it that's played a lot of football for us already. Um, you know, so it's one of those things that they've kind of got to um, understand that the team kind of transitions into being theirs. 
Um, and and that can go two ways. You know, that that can go a way of, hey, I'm we're gonna embrace this and we're gonna use that as a positive thing and um, you know, we're we're gonna excel and, and move forward. Um, you know, or, you know, they they could have a mindset of, hey, this is ours and, you know, not really want to develop anymore. And that, that's something that you really gotta you gotta stay on and you really gotta talk to your leaders in that group to keep that uh to keep that focus uh through the off season, you know, because it can become uh monotonous here at times now that um, you know, when you look up there and you know, hey, I'm not going back and putting pads on until May, I'm not playing a real game, uh, you know, for several months, eight months now or so. Yeah. Um you know, so you really got to find out um, who your leaders are early in the process. Uh, and when you see things that kind of start to veer off course, you go to those guys and, you know, tell them, hey, we got to get this thing going back right. You know, so I'm really excited um, to see who kind of those guys um, emerge to be. You know, I've got an idea of who they are and, and things that I've seen uh, this football season. But, you know, we want those guys to continue to develop. Um, and, and so much of that becomes now they become more of a vocal role. Um, as they become older in the program. So, um, you know, that, that's something I'm excited about to see kind of who, who steps up and, and fills roles of, you know, and I hate to keep bringing him up, but he's just a vital part of our program. Uh, you know, who's going to fill Charlie McCormick's uh, role of, hey, he's just so consistent. Like, he's going to be at practice every single day. He's going to go do his job. You know, if you're not doing yours, he's going to let you know about mm-hmm. it. You know, so you just it, – it, it's always interesting to see how it, uh, as you move into – a new team being formed, kind of how all those puzzle pieces start to fit. All righty. Uh, my last question, Coach, um, is there anything that uh, you've thought about and you want to change the way you do things? Is there anything you want to do differently going into next year? Yeah, and I think that's part of, um, you know, just self-reflection as the season ends. You know, as as the year ends, um, you know, we'll, we'll get together uh, as a coaching staff here in the next week or two uh, and just kind of, whiteboarded and come up with things that, you know, what are things that, that we like that went on this year um, and, and things that we didn't like? And then was it things that we could have done differently, things that we could have changed? So I think that that is, um, you know, that's an important part uh, for a head coach in that moment um, that you're willing to take some feedback. Um, and, and, you know, these guys that are in this room, you, you trust them and you're around them every day. So you want to hear, you know, what they think could could improve things or, or things that they saw that, hey, maybe we need to do a little bit different here. So, you know, not that I can give you a concrete answer yet, uh, but that is a vital part of kind of wrapping up uh, a season um, is getting together with the coaches and kind of making that list of how you want the offseason to look, how do you want the structure of the program to look, do we need to change things, um, you know, and, and then part of that too is also discussing with players, um, you know, things that – you like that they did this year, things that they need to improve on uh, to, to be a better teammate, to be a better player next Transparency. season. Transparency. Yeah, 100%. Um, and that, that's the thing is that um, when you come into those meetings, especially as a coaching staff, um, you got to be open ears, um, and, and you, you definitely can't wear your, you know, your feelings on your sleeve uh, yeah. because that, that's a moment that you need to be, uh, you need to be open and willing to take uh, the feedback. And, and there's been some things that – um, that's come out of those meetings in the past years that I thought was really successful and helped change how we did things. All righty. Well, uh, Coach, uh, thank you all year long. We this has been I've enjoyed doing this. I don't know if I'm any good at it or not, <laughs> but but I I like doing this and uh, I thank you for your time. Yes, sir, Casey. It's I think it's a great thing that you guys are doing and, and putting on, and we're uh, excited to help and um, 
trying to find a stationary home. I know we bounced around yeah, a, little a little bit early little on, bit. but uh, just made it home here in the coach's office. I like it. I, yeah. I think it fits. Kind of in the war room, right? That's right. That's right. Well, uh, we will be back next year. Uh, we've been trying to think of a few ideas for me to do some other video stuff in the off season for football, but I, I can almost guarantee we'll be back doing the same thing around this time next year. Sounds so, good to me. All right. Good luck, Coach. Yes, thanks. Y'all have a good evening. You've been watching the Creekwood High School Coaches Show with Creekwood Head Coach Houston Fields and Dixon Post Sports reporter Casey Patrick. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest on Creekwood football. The Creekwood Football Coaches Show is brought to you by Preston Thompson's Carpet Shop, Dixon Tater Shack, New Way Hobbies, Ace Hardware of White Bluff, Drug Free Dixon Coalition, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.